0: Dennis Day. Oh,
1: that makes life seem worthwhile Dwells in your eyes And the smell of your smile Dennis
0: Day is brought to you by Colgate Dental Cream and Luster Cream Shampoo. Colgate Dental Cream, to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. Luster Cream Shampoo for soft, glamorous dream girl hair. Dennis Day Show with Barbara Eiler, B. Benadera, Dinktrop, John Brown, Charles Denton, the orchestra, and yours truly, Vern Smith, is written by Frank Galen and stars our popular young singer in A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Here's Dennis to sing Cutin' and a-Fightin'. Cutin' and pussin' and
2: a-Fightin'.
3: Sometimes it gets to be exciting. Don't like them ornery neighbors down by the creek We'll be plumb
1: out of neighbors next week Grandma, poor old grandma Why they have to shoot poor grandma She lies Caught her bending over, a picking
3: up a daisy feudin' and fussing and a fighting. Take of my heart, I love you. This
1: is the wrong that needs the right. Let's get that funeral service over so then we can start in a feudin again. You must remember this a kiss is just a kiss, a sigh is just a sigh as time goes by. Daughter, baby daughter,
3: she poisoned all the neighbor's chickens. Now daughter had an otter, least till she could run like the dickens. They hit her with a shovel! Feuding and fighting and a fussing. No use of standing here a cussing. Let's give our daughter a pistol now that she's four and go
1: feudin' and fightin' some more.
0: Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. No other toothpaste does a better job of cleaning teeth than Colgate Dental Cream. For Colgate Dental Cream has a safe polishing agent that cleans your teeth both gently and thoroughly. Brings out their natural sparkle and beauty. You can actually see and feel the difference. And scientific tests prove that Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. Yes, actual scientific tests prove conclusively that in 7 out of 10 cases... Colgate's instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. Colgate Dental Cream is famous for its wonderful wake-up flavor, too. Nationwide tests of leading toothpastes prove that Colgate's is preferred for flavor over every other brand tested. Yes, preferred over every other brand tested. And no wonder, for Colgate Dental Cream is the result of constant effort to produce the finest toothpaste in the world today. For cleaning teeth, for flavor for sweetening breath. So see if you don't agree with the millions who have made Colgate Dental Cream America's favorite toothpaste. Try Colgate Dental Cream to bring out the natural sparkle and beauty of your teeth for a wake-up flavor you'll thoroughly enjoy. And always use Colgate Dental Cream after you eat and before every date to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. they say truth is stranger than fiction. But maybe you better hold on to your hats for this one. Our own Dennis Day has been offered a job on the staff of the Weaverville Daily Bugle and to write, of all things, the Society Column. Well, the news is spread like wildfire. Even now, the Bugle switchboard is swamped with calls from people wishing to verify the rumor and cancel their subscriptions. (laughs) And how did it all happen? Well, that's what our young hero's girlfriend, Mildred, would like to know, too.
4: Oh, golly, Dennis, it's just marvelous. But why should these people give an important job like that to you? Why? Well, sure, they don't know anything about you.
3: I know, but for once, that isn't the correct explanation.
4: Well, what is then?
3: Well, for weeks now, I've been sending in little squibs for their gossip columns, hoping someday to land a job.
4: Squibs? What
2: kind of squibs?
3: Oh, little items that would shock and fascinate people, like who saw which film starlet at what nightclub recently with which other film stars what? <laughs>
2: And
4: they printed that?
3: Sure. Names make news, you know.
4: (laughs) Yes, I can see that.
3: And then, of course, there's my smear campaign. Every columnist has to have one of those.
4: Smear campaign?
3: Sure. I say, watch this column for the name of a movie actress who's had only one husband.
4: And then you print her name?
3: Well, we will. We're waiting for one to turn up.
4: (laughs) And it's items like that, that got you the society editor's job?
3: Yep. The man who has the job is quitting, and they're going to let me try it for a while. And I know I can make good.
4: Oh, I do, too, Dennis. Sally, you'll be mingling in high society. And just think what this job can mean for the two of us.
3: Well, uh, Mildred, it's true that the society is high, but the salary is kind of slummy.
4: <laughs> but surely they'll pay you more than Mr. Willoughby does.
3: Oh, sure. Nothing is that slummy.
4: <laughs> That's wonderful, then. And the prestige of it. You're going to be an important personage in this town. Yeah. People are going to recognize you at last. Yeah. And respect you.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, well, Certainly.
4: Even my mother will respect you.
3: Oh, girl, come now. Let's not be flighty.
4: (laughs) Janice, think of the power you'll have over her. Mother'd do anything to get into a society column.
3: Gee, I never thought of that.
4: Of course. This is your chance to assert yourself, to stand up to her, to tell her off good.
3: Yeah, and have I got a few things to say to her. Boy, how I wish I could see her face when I do.
4: Well, why can't you?
3: I'm not that crazy. I'm going to write her a note.
4: (laughs) No, you're not. You're going to do this in person. In
3: person? Mildred? Dennis,
4: I tell you, there's nothing to be afraid of. Mother must have heard about your new job by now, and all bet her attitude towards you has changed completely.
3: Why well, are you sure? Gee, if you...
4: Dennis, you darling boy! Good morning! Good morning!
3: Yeah, looks
4: like. <laughs> Good morning, Mother. Daddy. Good morning,
3: children.
2: <laughs>
3: Dennis, is it true about you? That you're to become society editor of The Bugle? Yep, I start Monday morning. Oh, how wonderful. You'll be one of the most important men in Weaverville, Dennis. You ain't just wiggling your plates, kiddo. <laughs> There's going to be a few changes around here. Changes, dear boy? You heard me. You've been yelling and screaming at me and kicking me around long enough. I'm sick and tired of being treated like one of the family.
2: <laughs> Why,
3: Dennis... From now on, I want heat in my room, see? And I want the sheets of my bed changed regularly. <laughs> I change them every week, Dennis. I know you do, but from now on, put on clean ones.
2: <laughs>
3: of course, son. Just remember, I'm a society editor. I write what I like about anybody I please. Uh, yes, I know. That reminds me, I think my shoes are a little muddy.
4: Oh, could I shine them for you, Dennis?
2: <laughs> could
4: I please?
3: You catch on quick. Hop to it,
2: Footsie. <laughs> this very
4: moment.
3: (laughs) Come along, Herbert. Take it easy. I'll go when I feel like it. (laughs) Herbert, may I remind you that while Dennis' status has changed, yours is still the same. Coming,
1: lover girl.
4: (laughs) Oh, Dennis, you were wonderful. Didn't I tell you you could stand up to her and assert yourself?
3: Yeah, and she took it without a quiver. I think I broke her spirit.
4: I know. And some of the things you said.
3: Oh, that was nothing, my girl. Just wait till I start operating on Mr. Willoughby.
4: Your boss, too?
3: He's practically my ex-boss right now. This little ex-worm is going to turn all over him. Well, it's about time, Dennis. Do you realize you're ten minutes late?
2: Shut up! (laughs) What
3: did you say? You heard me, Egghead
2: Egghead?
3: That's right For almost two years now It's been Dennis Watch the soda fountain Dennis, mop the floor Dennis, do this Dennis, do that Work, work, work Sixteen hours a day Now look here The only difference between me and Uncle Tom Was that he had a cabin
2: <laughs>
3: Dennis, you listen to me Save it, Wendy I just
2: stopped in here
3: I tell you that I'm through with this sweatshop Mildred's outside waiting for me right now Well, that's fine with me Now get out and take your silly telegram with you. Telegram? What telegram? Here, they phoned it in and I wrote it down. Let's see. Please disregard our appointment. Present society editor not leaving at all. Have nothing else for you at the moment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are are you sure you got this
3: right, sir? Yes. I don't know what it means, but it was addressed to you. It means I love you, Mr. Willoughby.
2: (laughs) Huh?
3: Adore you worship you can't live without you, not at the moment. Oh. So now you want your job back, huh? Oh, I've always spoken of this store as my second home, Mr. Willoughby. You just call it a sweatshop. My home gets overheated now and then, too.
2: <laughs> you also said a
3: few things about me personally. Some very nasty things, Dennis. Why, Mr. Willoughby, precious. I always speak of you in the most complimentary terms. You compared my head to an egg. You call that a compliment? Oh, yes, sir. Have you priced eggs recently? I don't care to discuss it any further, Dennis. But think of the way I've done my job here, Mr. Willoughby. You'll never get another boy like me. That's true. I'd have to be awfully careless. <laughs> I'll do what I can to help you find another job, but you're through here. Now go. Yes, sir.
2: <laughs>
4: well, Dennis, did you tell him where to get off? Yeah. Well, what's the matter?
3: I couldn't persuade him to get back on again.
4: What are you talking about?
3: Well, I got a wire from the paper. The society editor isn't quitting after all, so there's no job for me.
4: Oh, my gosh.
3: You said it. And how about your mother? After the way I talked to her, I have a feeling she isn't going to leave me with any... Any what? Feeling.
2: (laughs) Dear,
4: if that darn society editor hadn't changed his mind about leaving, everything would have... Wait a minute. Something? Yes. Suppose he did quit. Suppose some big owner of a newspaper chain offered him a better job. He'd pack up and leave, wouldn't he? Yeah. What's
3: my name and how many papers do I publish?
4: (laughs) Good boy. You're getting much quicker than you used to be.
3: Gee, look, he's got a private office. H. Austin Peterson, society editor. Do you really think you'll go for the story of me being a big publisher?
4: Well, he will if you're careful. Just keep your ears open, and if I think you might be making a mistake of some kind, I'll, I'll sort of clear my throat, okay?
3: Yeah, that's a swell idea.
4: Good. Now, remember, I'm your secretary. All right, let's go. Okay.
3: Yes. Uh, Mr. Peterson, I'm a man of few words. How would you like to work for me twice the salary you get here? <laughs> Why, uh... who are you? I'm a very wealthy newspaper publisher from Kansas City. Kansas and I... City? Well, imagine that. That's my hometown.
2: <laughs>
3: you're telling me, and I had the whole country to pick from, too.
2: <laughs> well, what do you know?
0: So, you're from Kansas City.
3: Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Kansas City, New Jersey, of course. <laughs> Oh, New Jersey. I don't believe I ever heard of that one. Good. Well, as I say, Mr. (laughs) I want you. You're a fine newspaper man every inch of you. Well, thank you, sir.
2: (laughs)
0: I've tried to give my best for the fourth estate.
3: Good boy. Of course, I'm working on my fifth already. (coughs) Oh, really? I thought I was going pretty good there. (laughs) Well, anyway, there's my proposition, Mr. Peterson. You see, I know newspaper men. Started at the bottom myself. In a newspaper office with $20 a week.
1: City desk?
3: No, as I recall, the newspaper owned it. (coughs) Is there something the matter with the young lady's throat? My secretary? Oh, she just has a little cold. Now, you'd better stop talking before she gets pneumonia. Oh,
4: oh, Mr. Day's a little eccentric, like all geniuses, Mr. Peterson, but I assure you he's a splendid newspaper publisher.
3: You bet. Take an editorial, Miss Anderson.
4: You mean now?
3: Sure, i got a great idea to build up circulation. We're going to lampoon some big public figure. Call up Winchell and the other boys and see who isn't taken. I think this has gone far
0: enough. All right, friend, what's the game? Game? Why, there's no game. Oh, it's
4: I... no use, Dennis. He's on to us.
0: Dennis, eh? Dennis Day. I thought that name was familiar. You're the little man who was after my job.
3: Oh, no, sir. I just thought as long as you were quitting... I didn't quit. They fired me. Only I don't stay fired very long. I know where too many bodies are buried in this town. That's how I make my living, friend, from people who don't want certain stories in the paper. Gee, you mean you aren't wholesome?
4: <laughs> so
0: what? Now beat it, both of you. Uh
4: isn't there any way for Dennis to get some kind of a job on that paper? Maybe a reporter's job.
0: Let him do what I did. Come up with a scoop, an exclusive. They hired me to get the story I had.
3: Gee, there's only one way I could do that, Mildred. Go home and tell your mother I'm not going to be a society columnist. I can see the headline now. What? Day draws to a close. (laughs)
0: continue this rather harrowing day in the life of Dennis Day in just a moment. Meanwhile, here's Dennis to sing Don't You Love Me Anymore.
1: Lately, whenever you hold me, you don't hold me
2: tight. Don't
1: you love me
0: Well, it looks like our hero's newspaper job has gone a-glimmering, and so beaten, he's made his sad way back to Willoughby's store to get his things, knowing full well as he steps through the back door that nothing newsworthy ever happens in Weaverville. Say, wait a minute. Who are these two suspicious-looking characters hanging around the front of the store? (laughs) Okay, Sam,
3: I got the door right where I want it you sure you've seen this Willoughby go out now? These daylight hoists make me nervous. Ah, there ain't a soul here, I tell you. You stay here and watch the door. I'll take care of the cash register. Make it fast, Monk. Take it easy. I'll have everything. Oh, yes, sir. Can I help you? Stand where you are, cousin. Oh, are we related?
0: No, cousin, but you're about to treat me like one of the family anyway.
3: Do you know what I got in my hand? How could I? It's in your pocket. Hey, wait a minute. You just gave me a great idea. Suppose, now just suppose you had a gun in that pocket. Suppose you had come in here to rob this store. Of course, it's ridiculous. Huh? Oh, please don't be insulted. Oh, <laughs> contraire.
1: I'm fascinated.
3: Look, would you do me a favor? A favor that means everything to me? I need a news story badly. Would you pretend to hold up this store? Pretend to hold up the store? Sure, walk out with the safe in the cash register Oh, I I know what you're thinking That my mind is beginning to wander Oh, who cares? It's fun following it (laughs) Would you do it for me? Take the stuff up to your house or someplace for a day or two My boss won't mind, he's promised to help me And it'll make a marvelous story, don't you think so? Oh, I just know I'm going to tell it to my kids (laughs) Okay, pal, you got a deal Oh, bless you Sam, forget the door and come here This kid wants we should take all the stuff out of this store and hide it in our house for him. Monk, you promised me you wasn't going to touch the stuff while you was working. Ah, this is on the level, Sam. That's what the kid wants us to do. It's a sort of a game. That's right, sir. Say, might be jolly good sport at that, huh? Let's play. Well, you two grab the safe and carry it out to your car and I'll take the cash register. Right. Let's go with the safe, Monk. Okay. Follow me, boys
0: steady now. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, there we go.
0: Say, uh, pal, you don't know any other places where we could play this
3: game, huh? No, I'm afraid not. Ah, too bad. I was kind of hoping it was a trend. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. A series of robberies. That would be even a bigger story. Oh, but you've sacrificed enough of your time already. I wouldn't dare ask any more.
1: Ah, go on. dare. There. <laughs> Well,
3: if you'll be over at the Anderson House, 312 Elm Street, about 8, we'll clean that out, too. Keep the silverware polished, pal. We'll be there. Come on, Monk. Thanks a million, fellas. So long. Gee, what a story this'll make. You see, Dennis, when you need a great idea, it comes right out of your own little head. You don't have Dennis to go... Dennis What are you doing here? Oh, I just came back to get my things, Mr. Willoughby. Do you know those two men who just drove off? Oh, sure. They're very good friends of mine. Oh. Oh, Good. <laughs> Shows you what imagination can do. They, they look to me just like the two crooks in the circular we got. In a... C- 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 circular? Yeah, you know, from the police. They're supposed to be in the town sir. So- Dennis, what's the matter with you? Your face is turning blue. Yes, sir. It may never be any other shade from now on. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my soul and body. What did Mr. Willoughby say when he found out? Nothing. He just stood there cracking his knuckles. Is that all? It was enough. He was cracking them against my skull. Oh, golly. All the same his indifference to me has ripened into hatred.
4: Darn it all. Why couldn't something like that happen to that blackmailing Austin Peterson instead of you? If he made a blunder like that, they'd fire him and... Say.
3: Wow, what an idea. Huh? What is it? How do I know? I don't explain him. I just see him coming.
4: (laughs) It's this, Dan. If he turned in a fake story and got shown up, he'd be through. Yes, I guess he would. Right. Now, let's see. What kind of a story would a man like that be interested in? I've got it. Ever hear of a love nest?
3: You bet. It's a candy bar.
2: (laughs) I'm
4: talking about a secret rendezvous. A lover's hideaway.
3: Oh, that stuff.
4: Yes. Now, listen. You get Mr. Peterson on the phone and tell him you're sorry for what you did to him this afternoon. And you want to make amends by tipping him off yeah. to a great story.
2: When he hears the alarmist, he'll come hop-putting it over here
0: and it... He hey, if you're not on the level this time...
2: Hey, of
3: course I am. Here, you can see them through the window... See, she's holding hands with a Cuban boyfriend. Didn't I tell you?
0: Wait a minute. That's the dame who was with you this morning, your secretary.
3: I know, but in private life, she's my wife. Come on, I've been after that Latin gigolo of hers for a long time.
0: Hey, wait. Put away that gun.
3: Don't be silly. Let's go. Ha! Ha! So, I've caught you two at last. Oh,
2: Dennis.
3: Caramba, it is your Uzban, Chiquita Cortez. This, Gonzales. Now you must die.
2: Oh, no, no, Dennis.
3: Spare me, senor. Do not shoot me
4: down (laughs) like some (laughs) low (laughs) heart.
3: This is it, Gonzales. Die. This is it, Gonzales. Die. This is it, Gonzales. Die. Gonzales, you shall die as you've lived by the
0: night. Whoever said Vaudeville was dead.
4: Take
0: that, Gonzalez! Oh.
3: oh.
4: Dennis, he's dying. What have you done?
3: Killed him, wouldn't you say?
2: You uh, would, huh?
3: See, see, do you not see the blood on the shirt front? Yes. I can even see the chopped olives and onions in it. Pines's, <laughs> isn't it? No, it is. That's what makes Spanish blood so hot.
0: What kind of a chump you take me for, a day?
3: This is.
1: Hiya, pal.
3: Here we are, friend, right on a dot of eight. Oh, my gosh, the two crooks. Sure, you invited the. Sam, he's got a gun.
4: Dennis, quick, point it at them.
3: Huh? Oh, oh yeah, all right, you two. Stick them out or. Stick them down. Or... Stick them where you're supposed to stick them.
4: <laughs> How do you like that? A uh, crap. Hold them, Dennis. I'll hold them...
3: All right, keep them up, you. Boy, you really poured on, don't you, Dave? But this is no fake. These two are wanted by the police, and I've captured them single-handed. Yeah, and when you get them downtown, I'll bet one of them turns out to be Judge Crater.
1: Well, so long, kid.
4: Wait, Mr. Peterson. This is the biggest story you ever had. Gee whiz. There'll be a prowl car here in two minutes. Well, where's Mr. Peterson?
3: He left without the story.
4: Wonderful. Now it's your story. I'll bet you can sell it for $100. Yeah,
3: and you'll be the biggest hero in town. Mr. Willoughby will give you your job back in a minute. Gee, I lead an unpredictable life, huh? Look, don't you move either, you guys. I'll let you have it with this gun. Oh, that's right. I forgot it isn't... Oops, what I nearly said.
0: Dennis Day will be back in just one minute to sing How Soon. But first...
1: Dream girl, dream girl, beautiful luster cream girl Hair that gleams and glistens from a luster cream shampoo Hair bright, washed right, easy to do and dress right Hair that's soft and silky from a luster cream shampoo
2: Yes,
0: Luster Cream Shampoo leaves hair with new three-way loveliness. Fragrantly clean, glistening with sheen, soft and easy to manage. Be a dream girl, a lovely Luster Cream Girl.
1: Dream girl, dream girl, beautiful Luster Cream Girl. You owe your crowning glory to a Luster Cream Shampoo.
0: Charles Dant in the orchestra, Dennis returns to our microphone to sing How Soon.
1: How soon?
0: This week, tune in to another Dentist Day show, brought to you by Colgate Dental Cream, to clean your breath while you clean your teeth, and Luster Cream Shampoo for soft, glamorous dream girl hair. Remember, doctors prove the Palmolive Plan brings two out of three women lovelier complexions in 14 days. And this beauty plan, with Palmolive Soap, was tested on women with all types of skin, Dry, oily, even skin that was not clear. Yes, 36 doctors proved the 14-day Palmolive plan improves all types of skin. Brings fresher, brighter, younger-looking complexions. So get Palmolive soap and start your 14-day Palmolive plan now. This is Vern Smith reminding you that Dennis Day returns again next week. Same time, same station. Join us then, won't you? Good night.